Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. My name is Sean Phelan, and each week we chat to the people who make the grassroots game happen. In the first of our club focus chats, I chat to Matt and Danny from Hazelmere RFC as we discuss the past, the present and the future of the club, what they have in place for when rugby returns, as well as the mental health initiatives they have implemented during the summer. But first, it's time for the Autumn Nations Cup. Eight teams face off in a brand new competition and at rugbystore.co.uk, you can get 10% off your brand new England, Scotland, Wales or Italy shirts when you use the promo code FYBPOD at rugbystore.co.uk. Support your team this autumn and thanks to Rugby Store for supporting our show. Now, let's get to my chat with Matt and Danny from Hazelmere RFC. Hi everyone, welcome to, this is episode 20. Can you believe it? we've been doing this for 20 weeks? That's almost six months. That's a lot, lot of time to be sitting indoors, isn't it? Um, listening to uh, people talk about grassroots rugby, but that's what we do best. So, uh, and actually we're running out of topics, aren't we? Because there's no rugby going on. There's only so many times we can talk about uh, what's happening and what's not happening. So this week, slightly different. We are talking to, we're going to probably start profile filing clubs and tonight we're going to start with Hazelmere RFC based down in Surrey so I'd like to introduce you to their first 15 captain Danny uh, who also, also coaches the under 12s and Matt Mason Haynes who uh, is the, one of the managers of the second 15 although they haven't played at all this season whatever so uh, we, we'll have a little chat about that as well how are we gentlemen oh good thanks yeah, good thanks. Well, thanks for having us. Uh, no, it's an absolute pleasure. Nice uh, Movember going on there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's getting there. It's not quite the handlebars that it was last year, but it's it's, it's stunning. <laughs> uh, so, that, you know, what's up with you as you're the, sort of the first 15 captain? Uh, tell us a little bit about Hazelmere. Um, uh, you know, hit, bit of history, past, present, future. So, yeah, we're uh, we're currently in our 70th year as a club. Wow. Um, we, which is really fantastic for, for us as a, as a club and a community. Communities at the heart. Probably really de- really annoying that you can't celebrate it as well. Yeah, incredibly so. We we managed to, we had a bit of a celebration in January to, to start off our 70th year. So um, two games going on at the club back to back, lots of fun, um, lots of people there as well. So kind of really dr- uh, a drastic change in where we're at now in terms of in terms of the game, so yeah, it's um, it's a weird time, but we are making the best of it. And Matt, uh, as, you know, as we said at the top, you're the the second fifteen manager, but uh, have yet to manage a game yet. It's the easiest season so far, yeah. So, I I was tasked at the beginning of or the end of last season um, by our head coach Daddy to give him a hand setting up the second fifteen. Um, but as you say, we've not been able to play. We've not been able to do that. But numbers are great so far this season. Um, so I, I'm 
when we eventually get to play rugby, I'm fully confident we will be able to get a second 15 out, which is amazing considering I think, you know, I've only been with Hazelmere. This will, well, the last season was my second season. It's similar for Danny. Um, and I, we were, as we were discussing beforehand, really struggling. And this is where platforms like yours come in. We were really struggling to get players. Um, really, you know, get even getting one team out was was hard work. But you know, through the through the club's engagement with the community and all the hard work that they're doing, you know, we are looking like we're going to be able to get a second team out next season and a first a first and second team out next season. So that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Uh, so what what type of engagement uh, did the club do in order to get that sort of second team and the first fifteen sort of being strong? Danny, do you want to take that one? Um, I, I think it's we've we've been really lucky with one of our players having a massive push on on social media in terms of player growth, which has been really exciting. Um, there is a post out at least three times a week across our socials on our website, pushing for players. New players are joining us or wanting to join us all the time, um, to the point where we're having kind of or pre-lockdown, we were having 25, 30 people to training on a Tuesday and 20 plus on a Thursday, um, which for a, for a club in Surrey 4 is, is fantastic. Um, and that has just gone on and gone on and gone on. And that's what's caused the the, kind of the second team to restart again. And it's going to be really exciting pushing forwards. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be it's a really exciting time. Uh, so... Uh, for for everyone that's watching, if you want to get involved and ask questions and put uh, points to to the guys, then uh, please do. Please leave them in the comments. Uh, it's it's everybody's show, so let's uh, you know let's use it as a bit of a uh, a tool or a, a guide, and we can you know, all learn from each other because you know, that's how we're all going to survive in in these in these times. Uh, so, Matt, how has lockdown been for for the club? I think we've been. I think the club have done a really good job of managing and looking after everybody and keeping everybody engaged. You, know, I think all age levels are thriving. As I say, our our adult our senior section has just grown and grown and grown over lockdown. We've had we have had the added advantage of um, universities not being around, so that's brought back a few people, and they've then in turn brought more people along with them. And you, know, it's it's. It's been a really great, if odd, situation. Yeah, you know, I think that you know, there's, we can't have the clubhouses open, so we can't necessarily socialise afterwards. But you, know, it's, we've made the best of it. We've made the most of it, and you, know, I think, our head coach Dan has done a great job of keeping training really, really engaging and 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 good fun. You, know, we're currently. Uh, the setup is tu uh, Tuesdays we play. Uh, sorry, thir Thursdays we do a ready for rugby training session, and Tuesdays we we run a sort of a full fifteen. Um, not at the moment, obviously, because we're not allowed to. Um, but you know, what before as we came out of lockdown and before lockdown, that, you know, that's what we were doing. And you know, we we had all sorts of things going on, didn't we? Danny? We had zooms, we chats, we had Zoom pubs going on. We did questionnaires. We did um, what we had a tour of people's houses and we were doing, you know, who lives in a house like that, that sort of thing, you know, just daft stuff, you know, eventually it all sort of faded away and, you know, everybody sort of got into a routine, but yeah, we were trying all sorts of different things, but you know, let's say a lot of what we did was just trying to stay engaged and trying to keep 
you know, the social media open so that people could just interact with the club in in one way one way or another and obviously daddy and i have done a lot of work behind the scenes in setting up the well-being and mental health side of it for this season ready for this season um which was a lot more prevalent than we probably ever imagined it would be i guess um so yeah it's it's just been a really really engaging and tough but a really positive step and i think it's going to be key to keep that engagement going when we're actually allowed to play back when we're actually allowed back to play yeah um because it's been great fun um and the team have really really gelled this year it's good uh, yeah on, on that uh danny um tell us a little bit more about the the, the zoom stuff and, and everything that was going on sort of the first lockdown has it trickled into into lockdown too yet it hasn't quite made an appearance yet. I'm sure, give it another week or so, we may try and uh, try and bring it back to life. Um, I think, I think, like everyone, it, it's it was a different way of connecting and socialising. Um, so maybe at the start, there was a bit of a novelty there um, with going proper hard on the Zoom chats, maybe twice a week, um, <laughs> which, was, which was just which was twice as hard on the liver as well. I think. Um, were you getting the, so a bit like from our no from from my club? If anyone knows, I play for a club called Vapor Decker. We were getting the same five or six guys on on the chat every week. Was that the same, or were you getting different people with different things? Yeah, I, I think you could say we had a hardcore group that that met fairly regularly. Um, and then we had <laughs> guest appearances from uh, from various other players. A couple of old boys jumped on a few of our calls as well, which was. Uh, which was an experience in itself. Um, <laughs> but I said it was just a brand new way of connecting and socialising that maybe we hadn't had the opportunity to do before. Um, so you could see it as an opportunity to, to try something new and and be inventive with the ways that you're going to connect and, and have that social aspect um, that we all crave, hence why we play rugby. Um, so it was, an, it was exciting. I'm hoping it's going to make a reappearance any time soon. Yeah, let's let's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to start zooming <laughs> again. We've we've actually got one planned. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a zoom watch along for the for the England games. Nice. Starting on Saturday, so whoever's got Amazon Prime, it, you know, within our club, can jump on the same Zoom call and, and watch it together and have a beer together and talk about it as if we were sitting next to each other in the clubhouse or in the pub. So, you know, if if that's and uh, I've written a quiz actually for the half time based on England, Georgia. So it's only like a few questions. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I think engaging people, especially this time around, do you think it's going to be slightly harder or, or, or even slightly easier because, you know, we've, we've gone through it once before already. Um, I, I think it's, if it was to make a reappearance, it would probably be easier. Um, we've kind of got through the, the snacking part of it now. Most of us know how to work Zoom or, or how to park <laughs> or whatever platform we're using. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be good for, for that connection to regrow. Um, obviously, the lockdown is, isn't great because we're not playing. However, it's going to be a good opportunity to recharge the batteries and maybe build that social connection again. And Danny, how do you feel about being a captain of a club that is not playing any rugby at the moment? Because um, it must be weird. 
Yeah, is it, is it have you so found it a good opportunity to, to recharge or, or just uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. It's, it's been a nice opportunity just to, to relax away from rugby, spend some time at home. Um, and yeah, just look forward to it. It will return one day when that is, we, we're yet to find out. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a nice opportunity just to just to relax, as I said. When you get to my age, it's a nice opportunity to let your <laughs> to let your body recover a little bit as well. I said, <laughs> so, <laughs> so someone said to me the other day, like, "Don't you miss being in the scrum?" I said, "Well, I, I might, but my head, my neck, my hips, my back, my knees are all thanking thanking us for this sort of elongated break. Let's let's ha- let's play let's play this." Um, uh, refined rules game where there's no scrummaging and no mauling because <laughs> I might feel better on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning. It's definitely changed the uh, shape of or the, the the outlook of training, I, I guess. Yeah, because everybody's having to be a lot. You're playing ready for rugby and and games like that. It's you. Yeah, there is that thought of it being very much a backs game, but it's changed our. I guess it's changed our training slightly, and it's a lot more. We're a lot more fitness focused. Than we are on the heavy duty um and and tactics so much yeah we're, we're more about trying to get fit this season so yeah there's been a lot of work done by um the coaches and the coaching team about ensuring that everybody stays fit you yeah, we've released some information for the lockdown for people to get on there and carry on doing things thanks robbie for helping us put that together um so yeah we've got lots of different bits and pieces that we're, we're working on and trying to get everybody fit and i think next season is going to be if we do get to play, it's going to be a very different world when we play rugby. Yeah, there'll be so many either super fit or super unfit because they've taken lockdown either way. (laughs) I think think, we're going to have changed the shape of amateur rugby one way or the other. And there'll be teams that used to be brilliant and amazing and would win the league on fitness alone who may not have done that this year. And then there'll be a load of other teams that are storming through the fitness. Um, It's going to be a very different world when we come out the other end. Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, so one of the things you touched on a, uh, a bit earlier was looking after mental health. So uh, yeah. tell us about the initiatives that you've got going on down in uh, Hazelmere. Oh, so um, it, it came sort of almost by accident, really, didn't it, Danny? Um, we were having a, a chat and I mentioned that I was a mental health first aider. Danny mentioned that he had done it and we were like, well, yeah, is it, do we think it's important as part of rugby to... to get some bits and pieces together and yeah so we we've, we sort of teamed up and spoke to the exec and spoke to the coaches and spoke to everybody and sort of went how do you feel about us putting together just some little bits of information you know, we'll we'll plot out a we'll plot out a, a year's worth of information get stuff done um but then obviously lot that we you know, we covid was kind of creeping in at the time um but we weren't sure of its full impact and then obviously it all got sh- turned into lockdown so everything got put onto on um super fast fast forward so that we could get it all out um so yeah we, but it, you know it's things that you know just sort of trying to get people to open up we've had people talk about we've we've done some um zoom recordings we've got people opening up about their own stories you know it's about finding support it's about signposting you know danny and i aren't counselors with mental health first aiders so for us it's about helping people spot the signs and of poor mental health or somebody who may be experiencing poor mental health and then pointing them in the right direction so 
but we've got loads of information on our website and, it, and it's not just about mental health it's about staying fit and healthy it's about um general well-being it's a you know, it's about in some cases having a, a positive attitude or stay, you know, keeping your mind healthy um so yeah there's lots of different elements to what we're doing whether it be you know, mental health exercise during lockdown you know, just reaching out and saying hello to people and as danny alluded to just trying to keep some sort of social aspect you know, in play just having a chat with people so that people don't feel isolated you know. um i'm very lucky i live with I've got a family and I've got a large garden. There are people who aren't in that situation where, you know, they may be stuck in a one bedroom, two bedroom flat in the middle of a city or a middle of a town. So that's a very different lockdowns, a very different experience for them. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's understanding those sorts of things and those sorts of fears and feelings that people have and expressing those over, uh, and getting them to be expressed those over lockdown. Um, and I think rugby and the attitudes towards those sorts of things, have changed immensely now you know, it used to be very much um don't talk about your feelings go play rugby drink man beer up. go home man up yeah my that, that that wonderful phrase whereas now i think we're not there yet i don't think we're 100 percent there yet and i don't think uh but i think we're definitely in that realm of we can now sort of say you know what i'm not feeling great and as, you know, Danny does a lot of work on this. The the mindset of um, players is equally as important as the physical abilities of players. Because if you're not feeling right when you go out on a Saturday, no matter what level you're playing at, more so at elite, I guess, than you know, the um, club club rugby. But if you're not fe- if you're not brain's not in it, you're not going to perform 100. percent So you need to have that um, ability to have your mind engaged as well as your body being fit and I, I know Danny does a lot of work on that sort of stuff um in his day job so he's probably got a better idea on that than I have Danny do you want to talk yeah, us yeah. through mind, mindset and mindset of you know, uh, an amateur rugby player perhaps um, yeah, I think kind of just echoing what Matt said it's it doesn't matter for me what level you're playing at if you're not in the right frame of mind when you step over that white line and you're letting things overcome you, you're going to start beating yourself up. So that doesn't matter whether you're playing Surrey four on the boggiest pitch in the world in the middle of December, or if you're playing at Twickenham for England, for me, that it doesn't change. If, if you haven't got that controlled aggression when you step over because something's gone on outside, which means you can't flip into that mindset, then you're going to get hurt. And then that becomes a physical issue, which we see. However, we don't see the 15, 20 minutes before that and that anxiety before stepping out onto the pitch. Um, so for, for me, it, it doesn't matter where you're at. You can practice mindset techniques to, to strengthen that resilience, the confidence, and self-esteem before you step onto the pitch. Um, and that's kind of a, where I kind of step into the fold with Matt on, on the more resilience building and that pre-game mindset stuff. Um, so it is important for a grassroots player. Um, you've got to go into it with that controlled aggression, as said, and that want to tackle, otherwise you're going to get hurt. And we've all got jobs to go to on the Monday morning, so we can't afford to take time off. Um, so that, that's what it is for me. So talk us through mindset techniques. Like, uh, ex- ex- Could you explain what one or two of them might look like or, or, or be like for... 
so for me personally, before I step onto a pitch and even even daily life, it's I try and do two things a day. One of them is a five, 10 minute visualization. So how do I want my day to pan out? What's going to go well about today? So I'm already three steps ahead of myself on the end of the day. I'm like, right, this is going to go well. I'm going to do this, this and this. Um, and it's exactly the same before I step onto a pitch. I, I try and visualize what I'm going to do. Um, and now some people might say that's sad and that's busy, but that's just how my brain works and how I get myself into that mindset to play rugby. Um, and, this, and the second one for me, and I've, I've sworn by this um, for, for the last eight months, pretty much every single day, but I've been interested in it for the last 18 months or so, is meditation. Um, it's, it's overlooked in, in all areas of, of, of life. But it's starting to creep into to places like the professional rugby scene now. and It's been big in football for a while. Um, and, and that doesn't take a lot of time in your day either. It's five, ten minutes out of your day, and there's some fantastic apps out there that you can use to to kind of begin that process. Okay. Cool. I think, I think we, it's it's key that everybody understands that you need your own techniques. Yeah, Daddy says he creates a list in that day and has objectives, but you've got to leave baggy space in that list of the day so that if it doesn't pan out, it doesn't create extra anxieties. You, I, you, I like the quiet before a game of rugby i like to sort of focus myself you know i'm not into the big group huddles and the big you know squeeze and all that sort of stuff it that doesn't piling that aggression doesn't work for me you i i like the i like the silence myself the quiet that i've got 80 minutes where the only thing i've got to try and do is keep my body functioning and stop that guy or that guy or that guy you know or in my case, as I now normally play, more like 10, 15 minutes, um, and then try and breathe afterwards. But that's it, really, for me. It's you. So I like the peace and quiet and the calmness that it brings to my mind um, because it only has one thing to focus on for, like I say, however long I'm out there. Um, but you, it, it's it's down to you to find tools and techniques that work for you. And you and when we talk about meditation, I think we need to be very clear Daddy, that we're not talking about sitting there cross-legged and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's a, it's, it's a focus, it's an inner focus, isn't it? It's, you know, there, there's a lots of stereotypes around mental health and meditation and mindset and all those sorts of things that we, you know, we need to break down because you know, meditation isn't sitting there. arm it going arm and all that. It's about that inner focus and realizing what's going on in the moment and just, you know, trying to come to, terms with your body as it is and your brain as it is right now and then you can move on with the day yeah it's it's very key to break down these sort of stigma that's attached to mental health and well-being and the being woke and all those sorts of things that go on at the moment yeah we need to be very careful of that yeah for, for me the before a game it's the it's the same quite heavy loud sort of emotional rock music and as soon as I step onto the pitch, it's dead quiet, dead quiet. And it's just, a, to be honest, all I think about is the first catch. Because if, if we make the first catch, then you, you, yeah, my head's already there. And if if I don't make the catch, then I know that you know, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a shocker. So, <laughs> Again, so, it's, yeah, that that, mindset, it's that mindset of your own, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah if you, as long as you, you get the first there, catch right, yeah. you feel the, fine, the rest fine sort of, the rest falls, of falls back into place. Yeah. So how, how have the club 
sort of taken to to the to the the systems and the uh, initiatives that you're you're putting together really well yeah really well um it's taking its time but i don't i th i think that's because you there's so much information there's so much Danny and I want to do we but we've got to make sure we're not drowning people in the information yeah there's so yeah, much I was going to say when do. you said when you said it took time was it because because lockdown happened there was a bombardment of you know let's put these let's get this you know as you said earlier <sighs> fast forward and now now that that uh, sort of you know, dropping of all the information has sort of calmed down a bit there's it, people yeah, are sort of easing into it I think I was trying. I I was definitely guilty of trying to run before I could walk in this. You know, in it, and I I was like, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. We can do this whilst everybody's off. And it's like, and thankfully they rein me in a little bit <laughs> <laughs> because I would have just gone nuts and I would have taken over their social media and all sorts of stuff. However, you know, with they've been really supportive. They're really behind it. Everything Danny and I do gets pushed. Everything Danny and I do gets. Um, double check before it goes out and um, to make sure it's right for the entire audience of the rugby club, not just the seniors. Um, we'll, you know, we're predominantly focused around senior rugby and the senior teams at the moment, but we do hope to expand it. And that's you know, where Danny's knowledge will come in because Danny's a youth mental health first aider, as well as um, a coach. I'm the adult mental health first aider. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's been really well received. People are really engaged with it and, you know, I my I kind of just want it to be seen as as part of rugby, as part of club rugby. You know, it's your your brain is as equally as important to to the club as your body is. Yeah, you know, that's what I want I want to know. And they, they look after them in the same way. Um, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays are not just about going out and getting your body fit, they're about in hope keeping your mind healthy as well and whether that is just the social side of it whether it's just playing rugby or whether there are other things we can do um at training sessions or on other days that you or just passing out information um even that sort of i think daniel agree with me that, that when we sort of say to people how are you we've moved away from the yeah i'm all right conversations people will now turn around and say you know what i've had a really bad day or i've had a really good day or this has happened this has happened this has happened so we've moved away from the yeah it's fine conversations and we're now into having proper conversations with each other about nice. what's happened yeah that i think if, want... if there's anything to come out of this then do you want to call your mates call you just give someone a call because it might make their day yeah it might make people feel a million times better to, to get something off their chest. Sorry, Danny, I was just going to... No, no, I think you, you hit the nail on the head there, Matt. Um, I think a lot of a lot of our our players come to training for that social aspect. Um, the, the rugby side of things is just that added extra, really, um, where we can build those those friendships, those relationships, uh, both on and off the pitch. It, it's, it benefits the, the team on a Saturday... But also the the mental well being of, of individuals it is boosting that. I'm so trying post to yeah, go on, no, go on, no, say, go we're, on. Try, we're trying to we're trying to get involved with the community as well. The most sort of recent piece we've done is it's about highlighting community resources as well, not just for those that need it, but you we you rugby is a very wide ranging sport. Um, you 
and there are people who won't need support over these periods of whatever whether it be financial um whether it be mental support whether it be whatever so you it's not just about offering support to our players it's about getting our players involved in that support as well if they have the time or you or the resources to be able to help out others who might need it so yeah that's the bit we're sort of working on as well trying to get we are called Hazelmere Community Rugby Club so that's what we're trying to build up again you and get involved more so you with helping out and highlighting things that are available to everybody around Hazelmere. Oh, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. And um, I think everything you're doing is absolutely brilliant and, and much needed and, you know, long may it continue. So what does the, the sort of the present and then the future look like for, for Hazelmere on, on and off the pitch? Danny, on the pitch? So I think at present, obviously, on the pitch is a, is a bit of a difficult one for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, however, I'm, I'm sure when we, when we can get back to the training again, I'm sure we'll have the same level of uptake on, on both training nights um, as we did kind of pre this second lockdown. Um, and yeah, just kind of, as Matt said, building on that fitness that we've been, that we've been putting in as a forward pack, we're going to be one of the fittest, I think about the amount that we've done. Um, yeah. No, we, we've, wind, we've, uh, we've whined and moaned <laughs> about the fitness, but it's going to benefit come, um, come game time. I might, um, I might miss that game next season. <laughs> um, and then, Play yeah, the teams because I won't be fit. <laughs> and Matt, what does the future look like? On the pitch, for me... Off the pitch, on the pitch. It's getting the twos up and running yeah, as soon as we can. Yeah, we've got great support. We've got... Yeah, the old boys want to get back involved. We've got people who want to, occasional players who want to come in. And so we're working through how we engage those guys more often um, and what we need to do to get them involved. So for me, it's you, yeah, but we don't want a first and second team. We want a one team ethos. We want 40 or 50 players who all want to play for that first team, who all want to get out there. And then, yeah, we want Dan to be able to pick the players he needs for a uh, specific game and then the rest come and enjoy social rugby. So for me, it's, it's about making sure that, you know, we can carry on playing fun, social rugby, you know, keep the community engaged, keep lots of people involved in the club, you know, keep it. And, you know, and, and you know, that the second team as such, it's not really the second team that we are, um, a support and a feeder for people who may be injured, maybe new to rugby, maybe coming back after a long layoff, you know, as I did for um, about 10, 15 years ago when I, I, I started playing again. You know, want to get that sort of club-friendly fun feel you know, in there and, 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 and we're doing really well at it. And I think you know, people who wanted to come along around the area, we wanted to try it out when we're allowed to, um, are finding it a great experience. So for me... I just want to build on that and keep that going. And, you know, I'm not going to say we're going to get a third team or a fourth team, you know, but who knows? We used to. Um, and then, you know, as I said earlier on, you know, for me, it's about making sure that rugby and club rugby in particular have, looks at mental health as as an equal to physical health or we, or we don't even separate the two. You know, we just talk health, whether it you that's that's the conversations we need to be having you know, most clubs have got a physio but um or a lot of clubs 
have a physio, but how many Some people clubs. have got yeah, how clubs. many people have got uh, a counsellor or mental health first aiders and those sorts of things? So they need to be in place. You know, for me, and you know, we're we're doing that now, and that's great. Yeah, certainly. I really appreciate your time. I've loved hearing about the club. It's a club I've played against many, many times. Uh, I look forward to, to standing on the sidelines when D Danny's fit pack are running around. <laughs> oh, I'll be sharing a beer with you, Matt. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Look, and if, if anyone uh, wants to get involved in Hazelmere, please absolutely go and check out their social media channels, check out their website. Uh, and if anyone wants to be part of these uh, cl club focus episodes that we're gonna we're gonna start running uh then email me at uh, info at fybrugby.com uh but finally uh it's a, it's a question we started with uh that we ended with last week so we're going to try it again uh and we'll start with you danny um one hope and one fear for the grassroots game once we can uh get back uh my, my hope is that Players want to get involved more. And that's not just current players, that's new players, that's old players. Um, just coming down to their local club and giving it a go. Um, if the last kind of eight, nine months has showed us anything, it shows how beneficial physical activity is and needs to be for people. So that's, that's my big hope. Um, my fear... My fear is if we don't get back to some sort of normality in, in the next year or so, um, I, I do fear for the grassroots game and clubs individually. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's where I stand on that, and I'll, that's as far as I'll, uh, I'll go on it. Well, let's, let's, let's hope there's, there's apparently a vaccine now. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we can start touching that wood. And um, Matt? Um because of what I do and what we're talking about, my hopes are uh, that there's an element of mental health training that's ke creeps into coaching at all levels, at all ages, um, that yeah, there's an element of that that has to come in to pass your coaching exam um, or your coaching qualification so that you can spot what's going on with people in your team. You know, it's especially at the younger ages, because it's, it's far easier to teach kids how to manage emotions and have a, appropriate emotional responses to things then it is to try and fix broken people you know, as they get older and try and change habits that they formed over 30 40 years so that's kind of my hope moving forward um my fear is probably like everybody's and, and danny's just said it's <sighs> hoping that clubs can survive this going through fight whether it be financially whether it be through the amount of players that they have you know that when we come out of the other end of this and we are able to play again that you know we are playing people you know we are sure we are playing against each other that rather than having to travel an hour to to meet up in the middle somewhere so that there's at least a team out and about who you know those sorts of things so it's my my fear is that we're not that we are not going to survive um but i guess i hope we do Perfect. It's a, it's a, it's a almost a sombre way to end, but uh, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a real thing that's going on at the moment, and, and but hopefully, hopefully at some point early next year or even next season, we'll uh, we'll all be back together. But Danny, Matt, really, really appreciate your time. 
as I said, loved hearing about everything you're doing down there. Keep it up. And if there's any way we can help, then please just, you know, send me a message and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pump anything out there. So, uh, thanks for watching. Huge thanks again to Matt and Danny for joining me this evening. And thanks again to Rugby Store for supporting our show. Get 10% off anything at rugbystore.co.uk when you use the promo code FYBPOD. And for more information on Philly Boots, please visit FYBRugby.com. I've been Sean Phelan, and you've been listening to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. <laughs>